What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Color Pink. I am Mika, the host of this uh, little joint, this little show. I'm sorry, joint might be actually a bit of an inappropriate word. I just thought of it. I don't think it means what I want it to mean. <laughs> um, Yeah, getting into this episode about clarity and conflict. Now, I'm going to try and keep this short because there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. So I'm going to probably try and like I have to make it more concise to make it relevant so let's get started so when thinking about a way to approach this topic I thought of so many things which led up to it I could feel like 20 minutes just talking about what inspired this episode but obviously this is like a I have 20 minutes of your time like in total or 25 minutes whatever and I'm gonna have to try and convey like an original message that is complete and it's not like i mean you're not going to sit here listening to me talk for like 45 minutes or an hour at least i'm not interested in doing that like i want to make this quick make this deliver this quick so as i was thinking about an angle i was like well what what can i say that makes it the most relatable and yet the most um and thus the most impactful and you know most likely to stick and I thought of this, we will often, we will all, sorry, not often, we will all face situations in our lives which we're not prepared for and will fuck us up royally, like big time. And it's going to happen sooner or later, unless you are going to live a super, super boring life or a short life, in which case probably the end of that short life is like that moment that you're not prepared for. But we're all going to have these moments where we're not prepared for it, shit happens, and like, you know, everything's fucked up. And those moments of danger or conflict, as I say in the title, conflict of your emotions, conflict of you to someone else, like, in other words, danger, those moments can bring a lot of clarity when you repeat them in a controlled manner, whether intentionally or unintentionally. And this is a little bit of a weird concept, because... Like, to make this stuff more relatable, I try and imagine being the typical audience member of this podcast, aka not me, because I can't, like, if I were me, I wouldn't listen to The Color Pink, I don't think, because I have so many other better things to do. It's almost like I'm so in tune with this content that I don't need it. I don't need to listen to it. Like, if I wanted to entertain myself, I would probably listen to music because that's my thing. But if I needed education, I wouldn't listen to this because I don't need it. Like, this is past my level or, like, below my level. Sorry. Because I have, like, better things to do than listen to a podcast. There are very good podcasts out there which um, I like and I support, but I don't actually listen to it because I don't need it and it's not, like, I don't have time. I have better things to do, like, you know, actually execute on the things that I talk about, the concepts that I talk about here. So I have to try and pretend to not be me. And I pretend it to be... Um, like a little bit more toned down person, less intense, less like driven, less, and I'm not trying to be insulting here. I'm just trying to be like realistic. Like I know generally the makeup of a typical member of the audience and I'm not trying to insult you, (laughs) dear audience member. If it makes you feel better, you can pretend that you're the outlier. Even if you are like what I'm describing, you can pretend that you're the outlier because obviously I'm not addressing you individually. I'm addressing you as like a whole and I, pretend, I had to pretend to be that to see how this would make sense. Because 
the way that I learned this or the way I, I encountered this concept is by is through the lens of veterans of people who have been in life-threatening combat situations which are really traumatic and really dangerous obviously most of us listening to this are not gonna ever be in that situation those situations thank goodness so how does it make sense like how does it apply these things from those situations how does it apply back to like normal civilian life to tell you that to explain that i kind of should explain what inspired this episode like what actual events so i was like this weekend this past weekend I'm recording this on a sunday and this past weekend which is just about nearly over unfortunately was one of intense um conflict and you see i was about to say clarity there because i but i caught myself because like we haven't made that connection yet so i'm just going to say call it conflict now i've been through enough conflict of this kind to know how to handle it in a slightly detached way like to be to be um a little bit more descriptive yet not too descriptive the conflict was to do with family and um you know people just being assholes not people you know strapping bombs to themselves and blowing themselves up not that kind of assholes but like people just being assholes by saying the wrong things or doing the wrong things or yelling whatever like those were the, th- the that was the conflict i encountered this weekend arguably more relatable to you guys anyway than suicide bombers but like when when i f- i face enough of that conflict to know how to navigate that situation like how to how to focus on resolving the issue rather than being affected by it emotionally. I've talked about this before in the podcast and you can probably tell from my personality I'm super like problem and solution. There's not really an emotional attachment to like the middle point. I'm never never like hardly ever in my thinking do I go shit, this is a problem, fuck, this sucks. And then that's it. Like that's the end of the story. It doesn't do that. The first thing I go is like, "Oh, this is a problem. New one to solve. Add it to the list." How does this rank in my priorities? Am I doing something right now? Could I think about this? Oh yeah, okay. So I'm not doing anything that's more important, so this bumped up to the priority list. Now it's at the top of the list, I got to solve it. What is the problem so that I know what the solution is? Oh, okay, I understand this a bit more. What if this solution does that work? Oh wait, that doesn't work. Let me go back to understanding the problem a bit more. That's how I think. That's literally how I think. Of course it's much faster than that, and it's like I'm probably having like three of those sentences occurring at the same time. just because i i really believe that our brain is kind of like a quantum computer in a way like it's not single threaded it's not just one computation at one time it's several multiple different fucking things at the same time but like probably in my lifetime we probably won't discover that or be able to prove that as a humanity so that's just my guess but i generally do sense that and so like i'm having this as i was saying i'm having this problem solution mindset to all these conflicts or this conflict which happened this weekend and in that like i've done that and that implies that i've done it like more a, a lot like many times and i have because this is the kind of conflict i grew up with this is 18 years this is what it was like being around assholes because um some of you may know like my family is not a very pleasant gang to be around like we just bring out the worst in each other and that's just a product of conditioning of us being like flawed people and just whatever you can call it whatever you want but that's the result and i've 
been I've had to deal with that for 18 years or 19 years now, nearly 20. So I've gotten pretty good at it. And like in this time, like this time, me, me dealing with it in this time when I dealt with it this weekend, I realized something. I realized that it's kind of like a mirror that shows you something about yourself. And then I was like, okay, this is a curious a curious discovery. What does it mean? And then I start seeing similarities. I started seeing how facing conflicts, especially this conflict over and over, it brings a lot of clarity in that like the way I deal with it, when I encounter this conflict, I'm like, okay, this is a problem. What's the problem? Define the problem. Okay, I know I now define the problem. What's the solution? Okay, this is the solution. Do I have the capacity to fulfill this solution? I don't. Okay, how do I get myself to fulfill that solution? And those last few steps are crucial. Those last few steps where you ask yourself, can I do this? Like you, once you have the problem and you have the solution, but you need to implement it. So you have to ask yourself, what can I do? Can I actually implement the solution? That step is the one that brings clarity, I believe. And that's implicit when you need to solve the problem, obviously, because like there's no point saying, yeah, this is the problem and this solution done. It doesn't fucking matter if you can't do it. It's just like, you know, an idea. You can have the idea for like the fucking com competitor or the next company that will topple Amazon, but the world doesn't give a shit because you didn't build it. Like you have, the, you could have the idea, but the idea isn't worth shit unless you actually do it. It's the same with any problem. Like you have the the problem and you have the solution. Doesn't matter if you have the solution unless you can actually do it or it can actually be done. And when you have in the process of doing the solution of executing the solution, you have to look into yourself and understand certain things like what you can and can't do. And that process, that step, sorry, that step brings you clarity. I'm not really sure if that makes much sense to you because this is super, um, it's super intrinsic to the way I think. Like I think in terms of problems and solutions and there's not really much else for most of my thoughts anyway. Like there's some stuff which I still am not at that point yet for such as, you know, more, less, less complex or more complex stuff which I encounter less often. That's what I meant to say. Stuff like, you know, extreme cases of people being mean and like um, relationship complexities in terms of like romantic relationships, like those things I haven't encountered that often yet. So I suspect that when problems arise in that realm or those realms, I don't deal with it so clinically and so efficiently. But most of my thoughts are kind of like this. So I'm not sure if it makes sense because this is definitely something that's very different from the way that most of you guys approach problems from the anecdotal evidence or the testimony of my friends, like my friends in general, at any way. Like we talk about this all the time. Well, we don't talk about this all the time, but when we do talk about this, um, like this kind of this kind of um, part of the relationship, this comes up all the time. Mika, you have like such an, you're like quite unemotional and they don't say unemotional. I always provide them that word when they describe basically what it means. Like I'm not attached to um, the outcome. Basically, I've talked about this before. Like basically they say I'm not attached to the outcome, which helps me like move fast and like keep prodding things because I'm not afraid of what happens or I, I'm not, I don't feel anything really if it fails or if it doesn't fail. Like I just keep doing it. And that's just a, a way of, that's just another way of saying like detached from the, the fucking 
outcome, like unemotional. And this is a very different way of thinking. So I'm not sure if that makes sense, all that to say. But it's an interesting concept to ponder because this is, yeah, this is the part where which is more applicable to most of you. <laughs> it took me 12 minutes to get there. But like, this is the part where it makes it, it's it's actually more applicable to most of you. It's a way, it's a reason that you don't have to avoid danger. In a way, and this is not like, this is not the way I encountered this. I encountered it the reverse. But you could think, like literally right now, okay, there's clarity to be gained in danger or conflict or like dangerous situations. So dangerous situations, in a way, there's a silver lining. Like I don't have to be afraid. I mean, you have to be, you should be probably afraid of some dangerous situations, but there's a silver lining to them. And that's not the way I encountered it because I encountered the clarity because I had to face the dangerous situations, whether I liked it or not. Like, you know, for the first 18 years of my life, I had to live with my parents. And not to be mean, but like, that's a very dangerous situation in a lot of ways. And some of the OG listeners of this podcast know exactly what I mean because I've talked about it many times on many occasions, used it as an example for many different conflicts before. But... I encountered it the reverse. Like, I had to face danger whether I liked it or not. And I'm like, ooh, okay, it brings clarity. But for the general listener, which is who's not as fucked up <laughs> as me, like, th- you can think about it this way. You can think, okay, I'm going to be in dangerous situations, but it actually has the potential to, blink, to bring clarity. <laughs> bring clarity. Uh, bring clarity instead of just being this thing which upsets you. And I guess the implicit... Um, the implicit fact or statement behind this is you have to survive. Like, I mean, if you, if the dangerous situation is someone robs you at gunpoint and you get shot dead, like that's, you're not, you're, you didn't learn shit because you're dead. Um, and I'm not trying to make fun of this. Like, I'm just saying, like uh, giving a really plain example of the implicit fact behind this is you have to survive. You have to survive past, you have to surmount the challenge in a way by surviving in order to learn something from it. And unfortunately, I would say it takes like many times of facing the same damn thing to realize um, any of the benefit of this concept of seeing the clarity in, um, in conflict. But if you think about it, you can apply it to stuff that happens or dangerous situations that happen in your real life. It's it's quite easy to see how this how this is true. So for instance, if you have um, a if you were to develop or get into a romantic relationship with an abusive partner, and then you get beat up for a while, and after that you're like, okay, fuck this dude, he's a piece of trash, and you dump him, and then you recover from all that, and you can look back on that and say, okay, this was a dangerous situation because. I, you know, could have gotten hurt. I did get hurt and I probably could have gotten like a lot more hurt. But I survived and I learned something. I learned that men who punch holes in the drywall when they get mad at you for not cooking the right type of asparagus for dinner are probably not the right kind of men that you want in your life. Um, and I stole that from an Eminem song, by the way. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm attributing it. I'm okay. I'm not calling it originally or original. It's, a, it's not an original thought. I picked that from an Eminem song, the punching holes in the drywall thing. But you can see, like, in that really simple example, how when you survive instances of danger, it can bring you some clarity in whatever it is that, like, that, that the danger is about. 
And this is a concept which might provide you some comfort. It might be a safety blanket for when you encounter this shit later on. You might think, okay, well, there's going to be some clarity in whatever danger I encounter. So you can focus on seeing that instead of, oh shit, I lost my house. What the hell did I do? You could think, well, this is probably, this could be showing me what actually matters in my life and showing me that, you know, having a big fancy house that you can't pay off doesn't really matter. It matters more to pay attention and spend time with my family. Like, I'm just making up examples here, but you can kind of see how this, um, this can unfold. And it's just a thought that I wanted to share because there's a lot more that could go behind this, obviously. But I don't think that it's like general enough to bring value to a wide audience as this one. So we're going to cut it off here. We're going to, this is just like a fragment of thought that I had. Again, not meant to be directly applicable, not meant to be directly educational, but inspiring instead. You know, hearing me break this shit down may inspire you to break shit down your own way. Anyway, sorry about that door slamming. My probably my sister probably needs some help, so I probably should go help. Um, this is the episode of The Color Pink. I leave you with today. Thank you for listening. Peace out.